What's going on, Boda Sports World? It's your boy, the Soggy One. My name's Zach. Right here on my left, I have Chris. And on the other side of Tampa Bay, we have James. What's going on, guys? Very happy to be here. Yeah, excited. So I'm uh, finally doing this. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're taking it to the next level. We're making our little podcast here to uh, supplement our blog. Um, I think it's going to be a good time. I think you guys are going to enjoy the content that we put out and, uh, you know, just enjoy laughing at us for the entire time. So um, we're going to talk about a couple different things tonight. Um, our first blog is probably going to run a little bit long for you guys, but we're going to do our week seven recap on the NFL. Um, we're going to go over, you know, um, some defensive stats from one of the best defenses we've seen in a long time. Uh, we're going to do our week eight preview uh, for the NFL and what what teams are going to suck, what teams are going to be good this week. Um, we're going to go over our games of the week. So uh, myself, Chris, and James all have picked a game that they think is going to be the best or most entertaining game. Um, Chris is going to go over the bet lines here. Um, we're also going to go over the trade deadline. Yeah, we're going to switch over. I'm going to do some NHL talk. Maybe James and Chris will hop in on that. Uh, we'll try to get a couple different sports in here. Um, we're also going to go over the World Series. Um, then James is going to come up with a segment here. It's called Better Bust for all sports. And then we're going to end with our poll of the week, um, which is who has a better face riding mustache? Our boy, Hop, a.k.a. James, a.k.a. Daddy, or Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback, Gardner Minshew II. So I'm glad I'm already objectified. I'm, I'm just saying that's what we like to do here. Got a point. <laughs> out. So let's get started. Uh, week seven was very interesting um, in the NFL. Week, uh, I think week seven was a bag of shit, but uh, I didn't think it was that bad. I mean, there was some game. I mean, obviously the 49ers Redskins game was a bag of shit because it was literally a mud field. Um, and it was a 9 nothing game. I thought that was awesome. So, they were sliding from the 50 I mean, all the way to the 10. It's it's fun to it's fun for them, but, like, watching it, it's like watching, I don't know, Peaky Blinders with no subtitles and no volume. Let me come like, in here. I, you know when you were a kid, your favorite thing to do was slide across wet grass. No, it Playing wasn't. football. <laughs> <laughs> you need that. some higher standards. I didn't grow up in a field in Maryland, all right? I, I, I'm from a <laughs> city, right, like... Let's get back to that game. Let's go right from the top down. Let's go Thursday right. and Monday night. All right. Well, Thursday night game, we had the Chiefs and Broncos. Um, I think the biggest story out of that was Patrick Mahomes and his dislocated kneecap. I mean, mm -hmm. I watched the thing. His kneecap was popped back into place on the field in view of the camera. Um, many people at Hooters, I was at Hooters that Thursday night, they almost threw up because that was really gross to watch his, his kneecap go back into place. But... Uh, you know, update today, it looks like he is back at practice and he actually might be available this Sunday. So that's a really yeah. good turn of events. However, I think they'd be fine if they played Matt Moore this week and let him rest a little bit because he's also dealing with some other injuries that I think would not, excuse me, not be very well if they if they did that. I, I don't really see the use in that. But it's Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, coming back from a dislocated knee, of course, he could have played the same day, honestly. But why yeah, would you crunches. put <laughs> pop it back in? You can, you're okay. But it's the rehab, so he should not play for at least another week. It's once you dislocate it, it's always easier to pop back out. It's it's a risky move. But we, what we should be talking about is how Andy Reid knew he was injured with an ankle injury and still ran the QB sneak. 
It's a risk you got to take, though. I mean, on fourth and I think it was fourth and one at the moment. Like they needed that score. You got to keep the momentum going. Uh, they don't need Here's, that score. You know they don't need that score. They don't necessarily Joe need Black, that score. Joe Flacco was a pile of shit. I could put more of, of his passes. I could have put one of my cats. I could have no. Actually, you know what? I could have put three of my cats in a trench coat. Put a helmet on one of the cats, and it would have thrown a ball better than Joe Flacco was throwing that ball on Thursday night. Yeah, but is that elite? No, that is not elite. Neither is Joe Flacco. So I will never be sold on Joe Flacco being a quarterback. Here's an elite quarterback. Sorry, what I don't understand no, no, I about the Patrick Mahomes injury is how do you have a franchise quarterback, a dude that is arguably a top three fucking player in the NFL, and you're gonna make him walk a fucking five k into the goddamn parking lot like it's a WWE event? Where was he? Going. Where the fuck was he? There was no ambulance. They just kept him going out. Like, that that does not make sense to me. To Mason Rudolph, when he got absolutely clobbered, his helmet fell apart. That's how hard he got hit. When Mason Rudolph, he had to walk off because the cart wasn't working. So the man who was severely concussed concussed, had to walk off the field with two people basically carrying him all the way to the locker room. I mean, it seems like a really... Specifically me. Sorry. No, it's, uh, it's, we specifically me, got called out on social media for that. Just like, can we stop posting this picture of Mason Rudolph? And the dude's like, well, you just posted. I'm like, fair, but Mason Rudolph looks like he's dumber than he already looked in that stupid fucking face maskless helmet. Can I say it was not? It was not the head department. But anyways, let's let's move on to our a couple other games yeah. here. Um, like I said before, we had the Mud Bowl. I don't know if they're gonna title it that, but. 49ers, Redskins, 9-0. Uh, 49ers beat the Redskins 9-0, excuse me. Uh, 49ers moved to 6-0. Um, not not much there for offense, obviously. It was downpouring, no mobility whatsoever, but the 49ers defense limited the Redskins to absolutely no points. I have I have it right now. Um, what, what this game reminded me of was almost like a Thanksgiving game, like a, like a Thanksgiving high school game. Yeah, I could see that, yeah. Which I guess is fair because I guess the Redskins have like a homecoming thing, which I don't know if you can have that as an NFL team, but they did. Um, and they have these like retro jerseys, whatever. But like the rain, the mud, the bullshit play. I'm still not sold on the Niners being a six and zero team. I think their defense is fantastic. I think their defense is legit. Well, they, did they have proved they that to me. I don't believe in their passing offense. I I understand. Um, you know, most of their wide receivers are on. Like, I think their oldest wide receiver is. Um, well, Marquise now Goodwin. Emmanuel Marquise. Sanders, but we'll, well get now, to that later. Emmanuel Sanders, but I mean, you know, Marquise Goodwin is only 26. I mean, they have Dante Pettis, Debo Samuels, like they're they're all young. You know what yeah. I mean? And and Jimmy and Jimmy hasn't really had enough time to work with them. I mean, he was out all season last year. Right, and it's it's turning into a very Patriot style thing where your leading receiver is a tight end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep, Georgie boy. Good old George Kitt. Yeah, all right. We have uh, we have our Cardinals-Giants game, which was basically just a shit bowl because uh, they both suck. Um, I, you know what? I'm going to interject on that. I'm going to interject on that. I think the Cardinals defense actually showed up. Granted, it's against the Giants, but I, I have faith. I mean, the Cardinals have something there. It's very, very deep hidden, but there's compared to last season, there's something. For a team that started off with a tie and then a bunch of losses, I was like, all right, whatever. They're, they're kind of picking it up. I didn't have a lot of faith in Cliff Kingsbury. He's an offensive coach, and he wasn't going for it. 
he's starting to get his mind right. I'm kind of getting faith in Cliff Kingsbury as much as I hate to say that. Yeah, and well, I mean, it, it must it must sting for you to say that because you have uh, <coughs> Freddie Kitchens and not Cliff Kingsbury, but that's fine. Um, that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, well, that we'll talk about Freddie when we get there. Um, All right. We had we had uh, we had some uh, games that are coming up on my slate here. You know, Texans Colts. That was a really good game. That was uh, very ooh. very close uh, divisional game between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, Texans four and three now. Colts four and two. They take over that second spot. Um, I think the so, AFC South is about to be very entertaining at the end. Of I, the I mean, the AFC South usually is decently entertaining because there's never that one team that kind of dominates the season. It, it's like back and forth, really. I mean, um, you know, with with the AFC West, it's like okay, the Chiefs are there most of the time, but like sometimes it's like one one or two times it was the Broncos in the past five years. Right. So you get the Chargers that are around a little bit, but like the AFC the AFC South, it's like okay, the Colts can be good one year. Oh, the Texans are good this year. The Colts are good this year. The right. Titans are good like three years ago, you know, but not anymore because Mariota's second. It turns turn into who has the best jerseys week in and week out. Now, what about Jacoby Brissett though? Led the Colts. Jacoby the profit a- of New England that was undervalued the entire way through. Um, I, I, I mean, numbers. Brett, I mean, I'm just saying the the Holy Trinity, like I posted on our blog, it, they they continue to win. I mean, Brady, Brissett, Garoppolo, they just continue to win. Speaking of the and, blog, let me just chime in here. All my predictions have been correct since we started this blog. Just remember that, fans. Why are you pointing at the mic? Camera's <laughs> <laughs> up there, dude. Yeah, fuck and, you. Um, how many, and you. And how many predictions have, have we gone over in our total of two posts? I have three. Oh, three posts? Sorry. Pats, undefeated. Okay, well, that's not ben true Ben Roethlisberger, out, possibly retiring. Okay, well, he's on the IR. He's not retire. He's too Alan Lacing Cam Newton as the starter. Well, but Thank we'll, you. Get hurt. we'll get there. We'll get there. Cam right. Newton's and trade talks. Right. Gonna... That's later in the show. Yeah. We had the Packers and Raiders. Uh, Aaron Rodgers completely balled out that game. Um, he looked like the Aaron Rodgers uh, that we all know and love, or some mm-hmm. of us know and love. Um, I, I thought he completely balled out. Um, you know, that offense is coming together. I think, you know, they had a hard time at the beginning of the season because they, you know, they had switched head coaches. Matt LaFleur is kind of new in the system, but, you right. know, that was a really good showing. I mean, hey – the Raiders this year, surprising enough, like they're they're three and three. They're not really that bad. They're really not. Like the defense really comes together. Not awful. They're really not that bad. I mean, and you know the offense has come together pretty well. I mean, you know they have Josh Jacobs, who's been amazing this year. I I I think he's definitely uh, in in consideration for offensive rookie of the year. I mean, I think it's going to come down to him and Terry McLaurin. Um, yeah, honestly, I, yeah, he's been great. Um, on a really awful team, he's been fantastic. Yeah. With new quarterbacks almost every week, it feels like he's been crushing it. I know. All right, we had Vikings-Lions, a great NFC North showdown. Vikings took that game 42-30. Uh, Vikings moved to 5-2. and two. Um, I mean, you know, the Lions did score 30 points on a Vikings defense. That has been pretty good in the past couple weeks. But, I mean, the big story about that is Kirk Cousins, 3-0 and in the last three games. Uh, he has thrown a crap ton of touch. He's like 10-0, and 0, I believe, in touchdowns to interceptions. He's thrown like 1,400 yards in three games. Like it's been some some, some crazy stat line like that. I, I don't remember what the actual numbers are off the top of my head. Kirk but, Cousins is on the I'm sorry, Stefan Diggs tour right now. That's what he's been yeah. doing and just been going with it. And Adam Thielen. Like both of them deserve better than what the, he was giving them the first two two or three games. But like, Don't ignore Dalvin Cook this whole time. That kid has been insane. 
Only reason, like one of the one of the biggest reasons my fantasy team is six and one. Shout out D Cook, cooking Shout up these wins, Cook. boy. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, Jaguars, Bengals. Uh, Shout out to Florida State for being an awful football team but producing great draft picks. Fair enough. Um, yeah, so we had Jaguars, what Bengals. Jaguars moved to three and four. Um, the Jags defense had a touchdown against an zero and seven Bengals team that is just a dumpster fire. Um, we had Bills, Dolphins, another divisional matchup. Uh, I think everyone knows how that went. Hey, the Bills scored over ten points, I, and I'm, the Dolphins had a lead at one point. Do not ignore that. The Did Dolphins you, had a lead. I yes. That. For the I, first I time, the, the Dolphins had a lead. That's you cannot ignore that. But Josh Allen being the mayor of Buffalo, the leader of Bills Mafia, yeah, over and did what Josh Allen does. Well, unfortunately unfortunately for you, uh, I don't think Josh Allen is the guy, and he's not lasting more than another two seasons in Buffalo, but we'll get to that later. Wow. Um, we'll Rams, Falcons, Dan Quinn's team looks completely lost. Um, they just they don't know what's going on. I really think they're going to be sellers. Um, at the trade deadline, they already, you know, Mohamed Sanu's already gone. He went to the Pats for a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. I think they have more coming. Um, honestly, I think they might trade some defensive pieces. Vic Beasley might be gone. Um, you know, Keanu Neal might be gone, so we can see. Um, but, yeah, Rams take that game 37-10. They're 4-3. and three. Um, They're kind of back in that race for the NFC West. Uh, we had Titans and Chargers. entertaining this yeah, year. Yeah, NFC West is a good If it's not the AFC South, it's going to be the NFC West. It's yeah. entertaining towards the end. Yeah. Um, we had Titans Chargers. Uh, Titans win that game twenty three to twenty. Ryan Tannehill leads the Titans <laughs> to a win. Weirdest um, statement. Weirdest statement for me is that Ryan Tannehill leads. I didn't the think I never hear that. Yep. Hear that. Forever you'll say Ryan Tannehill to me and be like, "Oh, Miami leads the Titans." <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the Chargers look look awful this year. I don't know what happened. Chargers look like shit. I don't know. Four last year, they should have been. A one or two seed, but obviously how playoffs work, they were the fifth seed in a wild card race. Um, they have just not looked like the same team with Melvin Gordon out, and even though he's back, he just doesn't look like he has it this year. No. Um, no. I mean, Eckler's been a bright spot for the team, but it's just not enough to get them back into any kind of sort of any sort of playoff race. Uh, really Seahawks. That was a really good game. I watched that game. Uh, Lamar Jackson absolutely balled out. He outrushed the entire Seahawks team um, for the third time. In, not well, not the Seahawks, but he outrushed the opponent, the opposing team, for the third time this season. Um, crazy, crazy rushing stats. I mean, it's like having two running back ones on the same team. Does I mean, Mark- yeah. Let's not ignore Ru- what Russell Wilson did that game, though, and what he's done all year, and why he's. Leading in MVP voting. Correct. I Although mean, they did not win that game, Russell Wilson, still a threat. Still I mean, one he, of the hardest dudes to tackle. That was like a battle of two quarterbacks right. that are just like magnetic opposites of everyone trying to tackle them and just like going in whatever way. It's it's entertaining football. That's what the NFL should turn into. Yeah. Wilson. I am. Wilson was slow at the beginning of the year, but he's picked it back up and he is the same old, same Russell Wilson. He it's fun to watch him play. I think he's better than he has been, to be honest. I mean, it's crazy to think like it's it's not gone unnoticed, but I feel like his play specifically 
Um, it's it's kind of gone. It's kind of gone a little bit under the radar because of how diverse the NFC West is this year. Like you yeah. have six and zero Forty Nine ers. The Rams come off a Super Bowl loss and they're four and three. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which one? Can all right. Sorry, we're just uh, we're juicing up here, boys. Um, yep, keep it yeah, saucy. Let's move on. We got a couple more games to go over, and then we can transition uh, into our next our next little piece here. Uh, Saints Bears game, thirty six twenty five Saints. Um, I think a couple of the biggest lines from that game. Teddy Bridgewater uh, is still perfect in his starts for the Saints. Drew Brees um, was throwing in practice, I believe, uh, on s- either Monday or Tuesday. So yeah, he's Drew looking is expecting to play. He's, He's expecting to play coming Sunday, um, so we'll look out for that. And uh, the Bears three and three offense looks terrible. They, I just, I don't think they have it in them this year. As much as I want to hate on Mitch, like as much as I want to go against him, I really think this goes against the O line and their injuries they've had. I mean, I agree. I agree. I agree because I mean, if you yeah. if you look at other teams that have lost a lot of offensive line help, like the Patriots. I mean, yeah. Tom Brady's Tom Brady's stats haven't been very. Have haven't been very great. I mean, it, that's also because he's 42. But that's, he ain't no spring chicken. Uh, he is not a spring chicken. Um, all right. And the last, the last Sunday night, the Sunday night game, we had uh, Cowboys Eagles. Cowboys take that 37-10. Um, Can we fucking talk about the Nelson Aguilar play? I don't care. What the fuck was that? If you're a receiver in the NFL, I know he's on the trade block. I know they've talked about it. Put your fucking arms out and catch that ball. That he was a touchdown. Drop. He gave up the second that play was snapped. And listen, I I think at that point, like it just it doesn't. It, I, I get I get that a play can change a game, but thirty-seven ten. I mean, there that's a twenty-seven. It doesn't point. necessarily change the game, but again, the line lit Carson Wentz down. He was pressured all night. He was throwing from outside the pocket for what seemed like most of it, and. He was getting abused back there by the defense. Yeah. That Cowboys defensive rush just took it. Yeah. Yeah, they did. I mean, I, I, I like the Cowboys defense. Um, I think that if they can play more consistent, that they're going to be fine. I mean, at 4-3, and three, that NFC East is not really good. I mean, you know, the four. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the fucking Jets. They lost to the, fucking they Jets. Lost to the Jets, yes. They Without lost to the Jets. Sam Darnold. No, Sam no, Darnold no, with there. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. I was going to say, that was before Steve Ghost. Right, 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 Ghost. Boys, so. got last game. We have our Monday night game, everyone. Patriots, Jets, absolute shellacking. I see ghosts. Seeing ghosts. Um, I, I think the biggest take out of that is why, why in all of. Why would you mic up a 22-year-old quarterback playing the best defense in the league? Why would you do that to him? Why would you do that to no, no. the team? No, no, no. ESPN knew exactly what they were doing with that. No, 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 no. I know, I know ESPN did, but why did why did they agree to let ESPN do that is my question. I don't like, know. I, I, don't I look at Sam Darnold and expect him to say something stupid every I mean, time. You know, I, I, was, I was listening to uh, the radio, and it's like they're saying, you know, Adam Gase – had was with Jay Cutler when Jay Cutler had his best season. Jay Cutler, smoking Smoke Jay, smoking Jay Cutler Smoke had his best Jay. season when Adam Gase was was there as his quarterback coach. Right. So right. you would think it would be on in his best interest to not put that much pressure on a 22 year old who just came back from non player injury or whatever the hell mono. 
he should mono slash football less on lips but you know i guess whatever floats his boat it was a swollen spleen okay that was the second part and then another thing the third thing is did you hear he had a toenail removed after the game it was something like that like he ended up having a toenail removed and i was like he's had the most (laughs) he's becoming injury prone but in a way that doesn't matter (laughs) yeah i got sam darnold i got a hell of a hangnail right now like fuck off yeah but um i think the biggest take out of out of that game is just how insane this patriots defense is and that's that's my next topic here they it's just i wouldn't I wouldn't categorize them as the best I've ever I, – I, the best ever. However, I've only been alive for 23 years. I don't remember the 2000s Ravens. I think this team – Browns, Bears. I categorically think that this defense is better than the 14 and 13 Seahawks defense, the Legion of Boom. I, I believe that. Because – And that sword. Statistically, I, it's there. I will, I will fall on that sword because – Yes, they just demonized the Broncos in 2013. And, yeah, 2013 Broncos are enough to sneeze at. Peyton Manning had 55 touchdowns, broke the record. Uh, That offense was completely rolling. But we all know Peyton Manning's 2-2 in Super Bowls, and the only reason he's 2-2 is because the last year he played, his defense carried him to a championship. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying the Patriots, that Tom Brady doesn't have that, but he has six Super Bowls. So even if you take out – some of the Super Bowls, he still has more than Peyton Manning. So I don't want to hear the whole the whole defense carry argument for Tom Brady if you can't use it for other quarterbacks. Okay, I don't want to hear it. Also, it's valid play. Stat right now: if the offense for the Patriots have not even taken the field yet, the Pats would still be three three and one just because of the defense. That is how impressive they have been in not only not letting up touchdowns, not letting up points but also scoring their own. I think the biggest stat line from this Patriots defense is the fact that they have scored more touchdowns. They've physically scored more touchdowns mm-hmm. than they've let up. Mm-hmm. They've scored four, actually five, let's say five touchdowns because they have two special teams. Two special teams touchdowns, yeah. three defensive touchdowns. They've given up two, two rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown. That's it. Yeah. That's it. All the other points have come off of offensive mistakes or special teams mistakes. And it's not like they're playing bad offenses. They've had some high-powered offenses they're going they, against. They have the best. They have the best points per game in the league. Yeah. And they're I, well, garbage. Their running game is so bad right now. Like Sony Michelle, yeah, he had three rushing touchdowns, but it was from from it was gains of like one, one and a half, and five yards. Hey, I'm fun. a big Georgia running back guy. I'm very happy like with what uh, Swift is doing and seeing him next year, but yeah, Sony Michelle's look like trash all year. He, he has, he has. I, I mean, I, and I really think it's a product of the offensive line. Um, I mean, I, I was really reluctant to, to get on the Sony train last year and yeah, he balled out in the playoffs, had a great playoffs, but I just think that it was really a product of the offensive line. And now, Excuse me, now that that offensive line has just been decimated by injuries and, you know, David Andrews with his blood clots, it just, it hasn't been the same, you know? No, for sure. Yep. All right, well, I think it's I think it's a good time to segue here. We're going to talk about week eight. Um, me and Chris are going to go over some games. Um, you know, we're, we're going to go over our games of the week. Um, you know, this week um, we got, this week we got, yeah. 
Oh yeah. Okay. No, you're not welcome to talk. We have Cowboys and the Ravens on by, so no Cowboys, no Ravens, but Ravens do play the Patriots uh, next week mm-hmm. at home, so that's something to look forward to. But um, we have the Browns and Pats, uh, Redskins and Vikings. Uh, we'll we'll get to that. Don't worry, James. Yeah, um, no, I'm, I'm fully ready for it. Bucks and Titans, Cardinals, Saints, Bengals, Rams, Jets, Jaguars, Giants, Lions, Chargers, Bears. Eagles, Bills, Seahawks, Falcons, Panthers, 49ers, Raiders, Texans. Uh, my pick of the week, Packers, Chiefs, and then we have the Dolphins in the Steelers. Let me let me just give you guys a little taste of what I think is going to happen. This Packers-Chiefs game is going to be so good. If Patrick Mahomes does come back, I cannot wait to see Mahomes v. Rodgers. I need this in my life. I don't care how hurt Mahomes is. If he has to cut off his leg and stick an animatronic leg right up his nub, I hope he doesn't. Because I need this in my life. Do you remember the Michael Vick ad where they had him in the Michael Vick experience? I want Mahomes in that. I want him out there in a fucking roller coaster seat, flipping around. Make it happen, Goodell. I want this out there. A hot fucking Aaron Rodgers coming off of a, what, 400-yard game? Give me it. Let's what fucking go. What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> um, he just this is also my game of the week. Literally. I think it's going to be interesting. Session Halo. Oh, that's, that was nasty. The fucking end. Anyways, <laughs> the finish of that beer was gross. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take a look here because, like, I, I, I really think that, um, I think Rogers is just gonna ball out. It's hard to argue against him. Fantasy wise, I'd go all in Rodgers over the Chiefs here. I I am I'm categorically picking wow. the Packers over the Chiefs. I think the Packers are going to ball out. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to have a game. I think he throws four touchdowns. Um, the Chiefs defense is a literal sack of potatoes. I know I've used that a lot. They're <laughs> no. actual garbage. It's the Chiefs good. defense has no substance whatsoever. Um, they lost any sort of any sort of uh, like. Even any sort of momentum in in building when they traded away D Ford. Yeah, but to trade away your best player because he was offsides, kind of dumb. Let's let's pretend like it was. I mean, you know, I mean oh, we didn't it do it because was, of that. You been, fucking did. Could have been for other reasons, did. but I mean, it's a, it's it's a little bit of coincidence, anyways. That way, but I really think that the Packers win this game. Um, you know, stat wise, the Packers defense isn't the best, but I really think they have a ton of playmakers. That cornerback um, grouping is just really, really good. Uh, Jair Alexander, Kevin King, um, Josh Jackson, th- those three are just studs, absolute studs. And I forget the name of the guy they picked up in the draft this year as well, um, but they picked up a safety. Um, Darnell Savage, I believe it was. Yeah, 21 uh, he's, Savage. He's great. Um, and then, you know, their linebacking core is, has just stepped up this year. So I really think that the, the Packers' defense will limit um, whichever quarterback plays, uh, obviously it'll be a little harder for, for them if Mahomes plays, but I think if Matt Moore plays, there there's no chance that, that Kansas City wins that game, which would be very interesting because then Kansas City drops to 5-3, and three, and that really gives uh, the Patriots a chance to run away with the AFC. So, right. All right, Chris, what do you think? All right, I want to start off with the game I've been waiting for all season is this weekend. Uh, Browns at Patriots. And at the beginning of the season, I know James has been waiting for it. 
I am so pissed. The Browns are supposed to be five and one right now with OBJ, Jarvis Landry, Baker Mayfield, yes. and they're giving me fucking two four. Like, come on, give the Pats a struggle here. But it sounds. I can't wait. That's gonna be a great game. Um, I mean, the Pats are getting in. They're almost uh, based on the spread. Which is good. It's they're favored by thirteen points right now. Yeah. Over is forty six. Oh. They just they they're favored by high points every week. That's still low though. I mean, I, you gotta give take the path schedule into account though. We got lucky this year. Uh, our Do you think they're gonna game, lay thirteen? Do I think they will beat thirteen? Right. If you're if you know, Mr. Cassidy, if you're our betting expert, you gotta tell us what you're gonna. Yeah. Bet. Let's put it this way. They gave the Jets 10, I believe, if <laughs> I remember correctly. <laughs> we beat that by 23. Uh, I that love Browns. For those of you keeping wow. score at home. I have mad respect for the Browns. I think on paper, they should be... Close, not undefeated, but they should only have one or two losses right now. But no, I just disagree. said they have four. I disagree with that. I'm going to strongly disagree with that. On paper, Can I get some time for a Browns rant here. All right. Can I get a hot tub? No, no, no. So, so Landry, James, I will, I will Baker, give you okay, Nick fucking I will, I will give you, I will give you time for a Browns rant, but I want you to listen to me for a second, okay? This right. game, I'll fail off. This game you. features. The biggest coaching gap in all of NFL history. Spot the lie. We're talking about Bill Belichick, possi- possibly the greatest coach of all time. There's still some of that for debate. He's still third on the wins column. How I is there still a debate think, on that? I think he's the best coach of all time. The most winningest coach of all time. That should be he's enough. He's not. Don Shula still is. But anyways, um, that this is going to be the biggest, the biggest oh. coaching discrepancy of all time. Freddie Kitchens was a running backs coach last year. He was a quarterback he, coach. He was a he was a running backs coach. Okay. Probably. He managed four people. Four running backs. That's it. Maybe a fullback too. I don't really know. Four. He managed the entire team this year. And you're telling me that that was a good idea by Brown's organization? You're telling me that was a great idea. You know what would be a really good idea? Let's employ this fat sack of shit who doesn't know how to run a whole team. And Chris, put the chip down. And you're telling me that that is going to work. Good save. Yeah, I understand. On paper, they have really good playmakers. But you can't put a coach in that position. And you can't you can't put that kind of coach in a, in a position. And he's producing nothing. I mean, he has no time management skills. There's nothing. So, I just think that... I just think it's going to be really, really sad for them. It's already been really sad. Let's start James's Brown Minute, or fucking whatever we're going to call this. Look, I don't... I did not like Freddie Kitchens at the beginning of the year. Personally, I was in on the Greg Williams train. I wanted Greg Williams. I was like, why aren't we talking to more Greg Williams? Which is weird to me to say that I wanted him to be the coach. The dude who was fucking doing Bounty Gate. Which is a whole other fucking like throwback. Freddie Kitchens has been calling plays with 
just above seven seconds left on the play clock. One, illegal. Two, gives no time for Baker to adjust or read the defense. The offensive line is horrendous. You can't do shit for that. The offensive line has been trashed. Baker has had no time. So say what you want about Baker. He's had no time to fucking produce back there. He has made awful throws. There have been a few throws that I've been like, why? There's a reason why he's leading the league in interceptions right now. Absolutely leading the league in interceptions. You can give me the whole fucking stat about how he's comparable and doing better than Peyton Manning in his fucking first starts. I don't care. I don't fucking care. I care about right now. Give me wins. Get Freddie out. He was almost fired after the fucking Seahawks loss. Here's the shitty part. Here's the part I don't understand. Why the fuck am I talking myself into thinking that the Browns are going to upset the pass? How on earth am I talking myself into that? I'm like, oh, it's a bye week. Oh, great. Oh, man, it's, it's a trap game. I don't care. I don't. I'm right now in like a 60-40 where I'm like, it's not going to happen. 60 40% of me, though, is like, maybe give me it. All right. I don't get it. What All is right. your fuel? I don't understand. Rage, your rage-fueled prediction for the Browns-Patriots game. Let's hear it. Rage-fueled prediction. Still hot. Uh, rage and Natty Light. Give me oh, give me the Browns winning by a field goal. Oh, that one hurt. Really? I just got a kidney stone. Final give me the Browns by field goal, baby. Woo! Yeah, Browns winning by a field goal. I'm gonna lock that in. I'm gonna lock it in. All right, Browns well, by a field goal. Wow. Well, Browns by a field goal. Right, I am very nervous about that Patriots defense. We get Brady Williams. We get Denzel back this week off of a bye, off of hamstring injuries, arrested. Hopefully, they make some kind of fucking trade. Not gonna happen this week. We'll talk about that when we get to trades. I'm dumbly optimistic about this game. And they're going to rip my heart out, and I'm going to be sad about it, but I'm fully ready for it. Well, uh, <sighs> would you like to add a game of the week, or is that your game of the week, sir? Me? No, you already said yours. No, actually, to be fair, my game of the week was the <clears throat> the Packers-Chiefs, but you took that, so. Sorry. Hey, as soon as you lose. That's it. All right. So, James, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the trade deadline. You talked um, that whole time. You have not let us talk at all. I'm leading the segment. I've been talking. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, James, you wanted to talk about, uh, you know, the trade deadline, right? Yeah. All right. That's a good call. We should talk about that. Speaking of the Patriots, to go back into it. Uh, Mohamed Sanu traded early, was that, two days? What? Uh, Nothing. I missed the betting lines, but we can do that. Zach skipped over everything I was supposed to say. I think he skipped over the entire Week 8 preview, but we can loop back on that. Yeah, he did. And I had one game for Week 8 preview. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Guys, let's just get get this trade deadline out of the way since we're already steaming through this. We'll loop back. We're going to loop back onto Week 8, boys. All right. Um, Muhammad Sanu traded off to the Patriots. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know how I feel about this. Uh, we'll loop back on that. Uh, yeah. Daniel so, Sanders? Can you say you something? Pre- would you have preferred A.J. Green over Sanu? We'll get back to that. Okay. I want to I'm gonna keep going. I, I have a plan here. I have a path. I have a train. You're trying uh, to divert oh, no. to Detroit, and I'm still fucking on my way to New York. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know how trains work. Um, <laughs> Emmanuel Sanders, like I said, traded the Niners. Um... As I said earlier, the Browns line's awful. They're looking at three players. 
Uh, one on Philly who's about 26, I think. I can't think of the kid's name. It's really hard to pronounce. I'm not going to go for it. Uh, Nate Solder, former Patriot. Nelson Aguilar? No, no, no. Talking line. Talking line. Vita, uh, uh, uh. something. I don't know. Whatever. I should know that. I'm not going to worry about it. We're going to keep it rolling. Uh, <laughs> Nate Solder's in there. Um, that's how much I care about our sports. Uh, Nate Solder's in the lot talks. Uh, Trent Williams still in there. Yeah. Sounds like the, Ra- the Redskins aren't going to send him. We'll see. I'm sure at the right asking price, anybody can be pried away. Yeah, I, I don't really understand the whole Trent Williams thing. I mean, they're they're not a good team. And why why would you keep a left? Why would you keep a, a line an offensive lineman if your a your quarterback play is god awful and your running backs it's aren't fun. doing anything? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Quarterback play, not quarterback in general, but just like um. Uh, Put any any quarterback that they've had. Colt McCoy, terrible. Uh, Kirk Cousins has been god awful for them. Like it, yeah. it just it doesn't matter who you put in there. They just they're not they're it's not going to produce anything this year. So. Yeah, I don't disagree with you uh, necessarily. I, I think it makes sense to cut and run and like try to get those draft picks, especially with how solid this draft is already looking from this year. I'm not a GM, though. I'm a dude with a tapestry behind me and some natty light in my system. I mean, that's that's fair, but, you know, everyone has a right to speculate. So it, it just – if you have an informed opinion about the NFL, I mean, you can give it. It's not right. It's not wrong. It's just an opinion. So um, I, I just feel like they could use some different spots. Like having Trent Williams and all the other pieces around is not going to help them. They need to they need to ship Williams out. They need to get some draft capital. They need to reboot the system because they don't have anything going for them. No, they do the last, not. Last time that they had any hope was when Robert Griffin was quarterback. The one season <laughs> where he actually played quarterback, they had hope. And I then, can't disagree with you there. Then he got hurt. So all right, I'm going to try for with sure. a slight buzz to pronounce this guy's name. So everyone, sit back and get ready. How? Uh, also, I'm about to offend the entire nation of Hawaii, so stay tuned. Uh, Hala Pool Ivati Vatai. So blame me for fucking forgetting that name. Sorry, I didn't remember Hala Pala Vala Vatai. All right, my bad. Um, I'm gonna fucking strike me down. down. Whatever. I mean, I can't uh, really do that from here, but... <laughs> keep it moving on the trade deadline. Uh, another name that keeps circulating, that feels like circulates every year, Patrick Peterson's in there again. Oh, uh, rumored, actually, connections with Philly. Um, mm-hmm. Nelson Aguilar talks matching up there. Uh, you talked about it earlier, Melvin Gordon is back in pursuit by other teams. Mostly now because he's looked like shit and his trade value has gone down to about a second or third round pick as opposed to maybe a first or a late first earlier. I, I, I've heard a lot of talks about uh, possibly the Bills looking into Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. They've kind of had a running back by committee thing going on there and it'll be really yeah. nice to add him to the mix um, or even feature him if he can get healthy. Um, it's nice to have Frank Gore for a year. I mean, got to focus Frank on what always you good for a thousand yards a season. Like, Literally always, it's kind of like he's the Tom Brady of running backs. Like you know, he's gonna be around. You know, he's gonna produce like some decent numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, 
But Melvin uh, Gordon also has come out and claimed that he stated himself that his holdout was a fail for this exact reason. Yeah, today he came out and said that. Yep. Chris, never now, look at, I mean, he's not wrong, though. He, like you said, he's dropped down to a second or third pick. Yeah, honestly, his trade value has gone down dramatically. And especially with Austin Eckler doing as well as they have, they have the ability to trade for what they need, get some late picks, because it's not a young team. It's not an old team. The Chargers are kind of sitting in that area where they've done well drafting, but they're kind of still sitting in like a weird area yep. of like middle age, which is weird to say that's like yeah. middle age that is like 26 to 28. But, you know, that's just football. Um, yeah. Rolling on along. The AJ Green saga of will they, won't they? Uh, I'm fully sold on they won't, yeah. which is dumb for the Bengals. I think they need to cut and run. I I don't I doubt that AJ Green's great. When will. he's healthy, AJ Green's fantastic. He's right. not and been healthy for three years now. Almost consecutive, exactly. And and yeah. not only that, it's the Bengals. It's the fucking Bengals. It's the Bengals. They even without Marvin Lewis, who granted. Brought them to the playoffs a couple of times, but didn't win a game. No. Probably the most, I would say they're the worst franchise in the past 20 years. And yes, I know the Browns have been around. However, when the Browns have had a chance, they've never made the playoffs. They've never come close. Um, The Bengals have had seasons where they've had a chance, and they just choke it away in the the first playoff game because Marvin Lewis is a perennial loser. Um, now that Marvin Lewis isn't on the team, how would that make point, them worse than the Browns? I'm talking about a franchise that has has had chances to succeed and has just choked it away. So you're claiming that the Browns have been shafted because they've never even had a chance. I think he's saying the Browns are more consistently bad, yeah. and it's like it's fine. But the heartbreak that the Bengals have caused their fans repeatedly and being almost there and never quite there is yeah. worse. The spikes drop. I would say I would say more it's they're more disappointing than the Browns are. All right. I will give either of you, I will Venmo you right now five dollars to name who the fuck the Bengals head coach is. Because I just had to fucking look it up. Couldn't tell you. Chris, I, give I, up. I give up. Some dude named Zach Taylor who looks like he's an extra in an old Navy ad. Yeah, that's not surprising. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who the hell Zach Taylor is, but he's the coach now with Marvin Lewis. So that's the thing. Good for you, Zach Taylor. You kept the fucking system going. Cheers. Yep. You, you, you have players on the field. <laughs> you have, in fact, played football. You, you have a 53-man roster and no more, no less. Yeah, you did it. Proud of you, in my nostrils, thank you. All right. Um, so let's break down a few of these. Tra- oh, actually, one more name I've seen pop up here and there. I'm not sure if they should cut and run on him quite yet. Uh, Chris Harris Jr. in Denver. I've heard that name as well. I've heard a couple like rumors come up about him. I haven't heard a team exactly connected with him. But I have heard Chris Harris Jr. come up a lot. And I don't yeah. think that's a name you cut and run on. Just yet. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I don't think the Broncos are in full sell mode. I think they saw some defensive pieces they need to keep him and Von Miller, who were Von Miller being rumored earlier in the year was wild to me. 
Um, that was dispelled quick. I I, uh, I still see some. I still see his name being floated around by a couple of different um, NFL players. I would be shocked. For Von Milliard, I I would be talking two in him. Two first rounders in him. Fucking player, a top or mid to top player. I mean, oh, okay. it's Von Miller. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I know that's what I'm saying, but like he's a key part of a defense. Even with right. now, I now just, with Bradley Chubb out for the year, you need him there. Yeah, even so if you're not gonna do anything. I have one more player, and I also want to get your guys' take on Sanu. What do you think of the second draft pick for him? Second round. I think it's too high. Really? I think it's very high. So, I mean, I agree where I, I mean, the Falcons. So there's a take that the Falcons got the better deal on that. And I agree to disagree there because honestly, the Pats have a history of drafting bad in the second round and they have a first and a third rounder in 2020. Right. All right. Well, for now, I I would say, I think plus if, I mean, we should be okay. Plus, we'll have two conditional draft picks if they don't re-sign Trey Flowers and um, Trent Brown. If they don't re-sign Trey, Trey Flowers? Yeah. They don't have Trey Flowers. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, because, yeah. <laughs> that's from last year. in Detroit. I don't think the Patriots are going to re-sign. No, that's from last year. Cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, think, I think they overpaid for the player. However, I think it was appropriate given that the the Patriots are very thin at wide receiver, um, and the wide receivers that they do have are all hurt. Uh, Julian Edelman's dealing with a rib injury. Uh, Philip Dorsett just came back from injury last week. Josh Gordon just got placed on the IR. He's done for the year. Uh, Nikhil Harry is coming back from injury. Um, I think the only only healthy wide receiver that they have on their roster right now um, Jacoby. It is Jacoby Myers. I, I mean, Gunnar Olszewski's even fighting Ugh. off something. But I'm not a big Gunnar fan. Um, I I like Gunnar Olszewski. Um, I I think it's his first year in the league. He's on a team that already has a, an established punt returner, and he's taking all of it from Julian Edelman because he's hurt. Yeah. Um, he hasn't gotten great punt return yards, but he's only muffed a punt, one punt, the entire yeah. season. So I mean, that's really all you need to. Uh, all you can ask for. So, um, I, I really don't want to break up a lover's quarrel, but I think we, maybe we should move on. I no uh, leads into Josh Gordon. So Josh Gordon came out after being placed on the IR that he feels he's almost healthy, and he's on the IR. So do the Pats waive him now, or trade him away? I mean, you wouldn't get anything for him. You traded him. Yeah, Josh Gordon's a hard pick to get anything for. You might get a seventh out of that, but with yeah. all the ad- with all the quote-unquote attitude issues and now the injury on top of that and an aging receiver even if he hasn't played yeah we have not seen his full potential which sucks i mean he left last season he was a little this season and injury prone i wish we could see the old josh gordon the browns josh gordon Mm -hmm. i wish i could see the browns josh gordon too um here's the thing and i remember texting you guys about this i have full faith in Nikhil harry that kid is an animal. He's been an animal in college. He was playing with awful quarterbacks. And he was making these ridiculous catches. The kid makes plays. He is a playmaker. Like, that is what he does. That's what they brought him on for. He would have slipped to probably, I think, Arizona in the next round and stayed in Arizona. The Patriots were lucky enough to get him early and steal him. Maybe drafted a bit too high, and some people say 
in some people's eyes, but I think you're going to be really happy with what Nikhil does. Yeah, I, I definitely think that once he comes and is a is a con is a you know a mainstay, um, I think whoever's quarterback in the future or even now, I think they're going to find that he's a really good player. That's why they traded for Mohamed Sanu. Is they just have no faith in Jared Siddham after the pick six, so they're going full on Mohamed Sanu. Did you see how they didn't put him in when they were up twenty six nothing? They waited. I still have a lot of faith in Jared Siddham. I still have a ton of faith. It's in the shit. same thing with uh, with going for it on fourth downs, even when they're at the thirty yard line. Uh, they just have no faith in the kickers that they've been bringing in. I mean, Mike Nugent's a scrub, but I mean, he can make a field goal from time to time. From yeah. time to time, yeah. it's kicker is the hardest position in the NFL. Spot the lie. Uh, <laughs> the entire sense. Anyways, let's uh, let's move on. I know Chris, you wanted to do some bet lines um, before we moved on to the NHL. Um, yeah, we'll we'll cover this quick. All right, yeah, just <laughs> uh, just this is week Important eight bet ones. lines. Obviously, I already said the Pats. Uh, the Pats are getting a 13-point favored spread over the Browns, which I it makes sense to me. It makes sense. It seems a little high because the Pats have been high this whole season. I mean, they got 23-and-a-half at one point, I think against the Dolphins. But that's it. Uh, one, I really like cover uh, that spread. Yeah. <laughs> the spread I'm really interested in is Carolina Panthers and the Niners. We got a 5.5 spread favored for the 49ers. Are they home or away? They're I really... They're home. I really feel like this is a trap game. So right? that's exactly... Like not, Kyle Allen and CMC, Christian McCaffrey might pull something off here. Exact. Does Kyle Allen and Christian McCaffrey, Luke Keekley on the defense, do they... Give the 49ers a run for their money. I'm thinking this is going to be a close game. I'm thinking that spread, honestly, the over is 42. I think that will hit, even with two good defenses going at it. But I think my personal take is this spread will not hit. Ooh. I so think it's going to be a close game. You're, you're, right. you're, taking, thin field goal. you're taking the over in Carolina, Carolina outright? No, not Carolina. Oh, oh right. you're Carolina spread. Carolina spread. San Francisco, no spread. Over. Under. Yep. Yeah, maybe okay. by a teaser, maybe by some points. Here's Here's the thing I got to say about the 49ers and that, though, is they're getting a lot of players back. They get um, they get a line. I can't think of the lineman they got last year back or a couple years ago. They get their fullback back. Uh, they're getting Emmanuel Sanders in, which I don't think – I don't expect him to make a big impact, but you never know. Yep. Uh, they have a lot of players coming off the IR. I still think the Panthers pull something out here. Another, yeah, I, I agree. I'm, I'm hoping the Panthers pull something, but we'll see. Um, we also have, like Zach said earlier, Green Bay, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Green Bay is favored by four points. Ooh, I'm looking at my list, and I have a new game of the week, so I'm ready when you are. It's yeah. Let me go through this real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fire off. I'll talk about it after. We got Rams and Bengals. No brainer. Thirteen points. Game of the week. That spread is going to go up. I can guarantee you that is not the final spread. That's a Sunday game. That is going to rise. Over is a little high. I don't know how I feel about that. We got. Here's actually an interesting one. 
We have the Lions and Giants. Lions at home. Lions are favored by seven. I'm going to take the are two and five. Lions are two, three, and one. And, I mean, same number of wins. Lions have a tie. Cool. I think that's going to, with Daniel Jones in, I don't know. I, I think Giants might take that. Yeah, even with Evan Ingram looking bad like he did last week, I think he picks it back up. I think Saquon yeah. picks it up. Mm-hmm. Which, horrifying enough to see his ankle like him step out with an angle injury last week. I still take the Giants in this game. I I like the Lions a lot. I like what they've done. I think the Giants pull an upset here. Mm-hmm. And last game, Monday night, Dolphins at Steelers. I'm actually interested in watching this. Dolphins are still looking for that You've win. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> I'm interested. Dolphins are looking I for would that rather win. Rather eat grass. The Steelers are only two and four. No Ben Roethlisberger. In my notes, I have that this is might be the worst Monday night game in the season. I'm telling you, this is going to be a surprise game. You heard it here first. Yeah, and you'll hear it there last too. One and only on this take is that the Steelers <laughs> Dolphins game, game is the game of the week. The starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins. Yes. Right now, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Right. <laughs> okay, go back to Fitzmagic. He might have his right. Fitzmagic. Yeah, moment. maybe against the Steelers Chris. defense, but you put him up against any other team, <laughs> he looks like. I, I don't honestly. All I don't I'm even saying, have a comparison. It's Dolphins are looking I mean, for the win. They already can't tank. I mean. The Bengals and Red uh, the Redskins actually don't have them, but the Bengals have them beat. Miami the third, can go for I the third can get pick, one win. The third pick in the draft is still worth something. I mean, I, I it's 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 I'm just it's saying a deep draft, and the it's, Patriots are going to get a quarterback. Miami so, can get one win, and it's going to be against the Steelers. Hashtag hurts to the Patriots. Um, all right. Well, my game of the week. I'm going to lock it in now. Chris, I want you to look up the spread on this right now. Is the Are we are we certain each quarterback is legitimately ready to take over their team? Give me Eagles-Bills. I saw that. I saw Ooh. that. 1.5 yes. okay. spread towards Buffalo at home. Wow, really? They only got 1.5? That is going to be a tight game. I still... Carson Wentz is in. Carson Wentz is in as far as I know. I have no reason to believe he's not. Okay. I would I would take the I would take the Bills on that. Yeah. I mean, I'm I taking the Bills. I'm hundred percent taking the Bills. Josh Allen not only looks good in shorts, he's Great. also tall and can throw the ball well. So besides other people's stuff, Josh Allen has had a fantastic <laughs> year. He's built he has a lot of great players in great positions, especially Cole Beasley, I believe, is in Buffalo yep. now. Yep. Who hasn't really had a lot of a year. I'm still forever going to be nervous about Josh Allen running 20-plus yards a game. He had four rushes, I think, last week, which was low for him. Mm-hmm. He's not a running quarterback. If he's going to be your franchise quarterback, which Zach disagrees, maybe keep him in the pocket. Agreed. I think... It's- I, I honestly think Josh Allen is is the next uh, journeyman quarterback. I really do. 
I think Jameis Winston, I've been very vocal about that on the blog. Jameis Winston's the next journeyman quarterback. Uh, I I mean, honestly, Jameis Winston's going to end up right back where he started. Um, he's going to lose his contract. He's going to end up stealing crab legs again because he's going to be homeless. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't. going to end up in Miami, the other side of Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, he's probably going to end up uh, in the swamp. So why did Tampa Bay get rid of Fitzmagic? Because you... You're asking me? I don't fucking know. <laughs> you there. What do you mean? I'm not a GM. Well, let's not, let's, let's, let's not get it caught up on, on Tampa Bay here. Um, I think we should move on. I think this is a little long. I wonder who made it that way. I'm sorry. I know, but... Let's just keep it going. We're good. We're good. All right, well... I think Let's bring I, it over to the ice, Zach. Yeah, well, um, I, as, as you've probably noticed, I keep picking my head up. Uh, we have a game on uh, here in the studio. Uh, Tampa Bay-Pittsburgh. Uh, Tampa Bay's Yee. on the right now. Uh, it's 2-2 in the third. Got about mm-hmm. four and a half minutes left. Um, it's been a pretty good game to watch. I mean, you know, Pittsburgh is always a, always fun to watch. Tampa Bay is a good team. So, right. um, NHL's been very interesting so far this season. Um, you know, the best – the best team in the league right now, you could argue, is either Edmonton or Buffalo, which is very weird for me to say. And honestly, I want to believe my mouth. What zone do we fucking live in? Um, you know, Buffalo's been really good. I think Jack Eichel's taking uh, really big leaps with that team. Um, I think they've just developed pretty well, although they started out like this last year and then just completely tanked. So we'll wait and see on them. Uh, the jury is still not out on them yet. Um, but... I think a couple surprises uh, this year, obviously uh, Buffalo, but Edmonton. I mean, Edmonton has just been outscoring everybody. Edmonton has just been so good so far. I mean, they just they've just been scoring a crap ton of points. Yeah, it's just been insane. Uh, Colorado, another good story. Um, that first line for them has been really good. Uh, Miko Rantanen has has been really well. Um, he is injured though. I believe he has an upper body injury right now, so he might be out for a couple weeks, but you know, Nathan McKinnon, can't go wrong with Nathan McKinnon and they, they did play really well last year and they kind of flip flop with the blues and how the blues came from absolutely nothing all the way up to winning the Stanley cup, rest in peace, boss Bruins. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, I really think there hasn't been many surprises. Washington, Carolina, Pittsburgh, round out the Metropolitan Division top three. Um, I mean, you know, Carolina was, was a really surprised team, and they ousted the Capitals in OT in Game 7, which was a crazy game to watch. I mean, um, I, I was really excited for Carolina. I think they have a really good team. Um, I, I thought that it's it's not, uh, you know, it's not specifically one or two players. It's really a t- collective team effort for that, for that group. So, um, you know, a bunch of jerks, right? Don Cherry hates them, which I find hilarious because Don Cherry is just a hateful, spiteful little old man. But, um, you know, Boston, Toronto, always going to be staples in the Atlantic for this year, this year at least. Um, Florida's been okay. I think a big surprise for me is Tampa Bay right now, actually. I mean, Tampa Bay is a good team, but they're 4-3-1 they're and one right now. They're sitting um, – I was just going to ask you that. They're sitting They're sitting uh, three points outside of uh, the third-place spot. I mean – I'll it's really it's, not that bad. It's really early in the season. Now, but. if you took them from last year, last season, they were almost guaranteed to make the Stanley Cup Finals. And they got yeah. blown out. They got swept in the first round by Columbus. Yes, yes. exactly. Yeah. Now, I, you'd think they'd be angry. 
and absolutely destroying. But four three and one. I'm I'm really surprised. I I, I think that I think their problem is their um they just they had such so, such high expectations last year and they're kind of still riding on those laurels. Um, I don't think they just had. They don't have it all together yet. Mm-hmm. Kucherov hasn't hasn't really done all that well this season so far. Um, you know, when when he gets going, the team will follow. But I just think that they need a little bit of time. Uh, they'll be fine. I mean, they have probably the best team on paper in the league. So um, I think Cooper's on the hot seat. Fire him. Huh? I don't care. Cooper. Cooper's yeah, fine. Okay. He'll be fine. He'll be fine for a couple of weeks. going to be weeks. fine. Um, Vasi's going to pick it up. Kucherov's going to be Kucherov. He'll be fine. I, I, I'd like to say uh, my my last kind of little surprise in the league, San Jose, they're 3-5-1. and one. They got seven points. They're a minus eight in point differential. Uh, they've looked like garbage. Uh, I don't know what, what's wrong with them. I mean, they've re-signed Patrick Marlowe, which is really stupid. Like, I get it. Oh, 10. There it goes. Tampa Bay just scored a power play goal. It's now 3-2 yep. to two with 56 seconds left. And just take back what you said to the entire city of Tampa. Um, I will not. I well, I'm just saying. I said it. They'll they'll take some time. They haven't looked amazing, but they're You're probably, right. Fire Cooper. They're probably going to end up moving to five and three. Um, they'll move up in the standings. They'll be fine. Um, I'm a little surprised. Uh, the Bruins need more goal scorers. They don't need. They them. don't need more goal scorers. They need their they're other. <laughs> they need Chris's goal plan for other the Bruins is Bruins pull out offense. You can't beat us if we score every fucking well, Here's the Hockey's thing. Played, Here, baby. Here's the thing. So the Bruins Ooh, the Bruins snipe. have have a plethora of goal scorers on that team. You know, the f- entire first line can score 30 goals no problem. I mean right. So I I just think I think they need to incorporate more players more players into the second third line. The fourth line will always be fine. I not that they will score but they're always they're, that that's their energy line, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but I mean David Pasternak, man, he has been on fire. That goal he scored last night was was just unbelievable. The little through the legs deke spinorama, like right in front of the net. Uh, he he slipped it right by. Um, Toronto's that's what Zach goaltender, does so when he's on the ice. Um, I'm actually the goalie, so no, I don't. But that's <laughs> fine. Um, another another crazy kind of thing going on. James Neal. I don't know if anybody remembers the James Neal Milan Lucic trade, but they traded them straight up. Um, I don't know what kind of drugs Calgary was on, but Milan Lucic is like – if I could compare Milan Lucic to anybody in the world, I would probably go with um, Lou Ferrigno because he's a giant walking muscle, but he can't move all you that well. You take that back. I still remember Milan Lucic firing at the center of fucking um, – whoever the Capitals goalie is, I can't think right now. Like um, repeatedly. No. Uh, well, I remember him running over uh, Ryan Miller. I remember steamrolling no, Ryan Miller. Steamrolled. Love Lucic. Mm. I think he should go back on the Bruins. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then you know, Pasternak has is the first one to ten goals. Um, he's gonna score a crap ton of goals this year for the Bruins. Um, I just think that that top line is gonna be the best again, and you know, I I, I think they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, but. I, I don't really see them winning a cup this year. I just don't think they have what it takes unless they add some pieces at the deadline. Um, I guess my way too early Stanley Cup prediction. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with. I'm probably gonna go with Tampa Bay. I mean, I, I feel like they're gonna be able to pull it this year. So. Boston Bruins. 
Boston Bruins first. But other than that, um, I mean, I have to say, uh, I am a very avid um, Tuka Rask denier. Um, I think he's played very well this season. So uh, just just look out for more takes from me on Tuka Rask because I'm a Tim Thomas boy. Uh, I yep. think Tim Thomas was their best goaltender in the past 40, 50 years. Um, and he just, it's just, you don't have that kind of nostalgia anymore. I think Tukorask is more positional player. Uh, he is where he needs to be most of the time, but when he's not, it looks really bad. So, um, sure. that, I think we can move on. I think I covered the NHL pretty well. Just a, just a couple little tidbits about that. Um, I know, I know we were going to talk a little bit about the world series going on. Uh, the Nats beat, um, the Astros, right? Last night, last, last night, last the night. Before that? And we have – they're playing right now, actually. We have – And that's a final in Nats Tampa are up Bay. again. 3-2, Three, two. Two, top of the seventh. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. It's – uh, The Nats are a really good let's story. Bring, that's the thing. Let's bring uh, the World Series up, huh? It's – I'm so glad the Yankees are out. I've always hated the Yankees. And – but honestly – I like the Astros, but I hate the Astros. They've been in the last few years. I don't want them in anymore. I think the Twins should have went all the way, which sucks. But that's a bad take, you know? Um, I think, again, on paper, the Astros have the better team, but I think the Nats will surprise us. They're up right now, man on first, top of the seventh, no outs. So if the Nats take this game in both games in Houston, they're looking pretty good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you there, Chris. Is taking two games at Houston is massive. They have a huge home field advantage right there. They can take uh, two at home, yeah. Juan Soto obviously is the story of last night hitting a fucking smack out of the park. Way to go, Tampa Bay, by the way, on that win. Um, here's the thing, though, is the Nats, one of the Nats' best pitchers, uh, fucking Scherzer threw 112 through five the other night, or two nights ago. 112 pitches through five. He had no pitch, or no innings where he pitched less than 20, except for his last inning. You don't want that. You, you don't, no, really so don't that. You don't, you really don't want that, but it's the World Series. I guess, but you have, still. you have Max Scherzer, you have Zach Greinke, and you have uh, who else do they have? Who's their other? Who's their third pitcher? I can't. Garrett I, Cole started, didn't he? Oh, uh, Garrett. Yeah, Garrett Cole. No, Garrett Cole's on on Houston. Yeah, Zach Greinke's on Houston. Oh, wait, oh, I'm sorry. Strasburg, Scherzer, and um, I'm I'm getting them mixed up now for some reason. Who else do they have? Strasburg, uh, Patrick Corbin. Scherzer, Corbin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strasburg. I mean the the pitching lineups for this this World Series is really good. Phenomenal. Um, I I just think that you're gonna see them use use them until they they physically can't pitch anymore. I mean, yeah, if it goes if it goes long, it could bite them in the ass that Scherzer was out there for 112 through five. But I mean, you know, he was gonna pitch game one. He's gonna pitch game four or five. You know what I mean? He's probably God. gonna pitch game five. So. And I'd rather have, and you'd rather have him for that, especially if he gets that win, which he did, and they win tonight. Game five is going to be huge because all they need to do is win one at home, and it, it's it's basically over. It's it's over. 
I mean, I jokingly said Nats in four, and now it's that's scaring me. As the Red Sox proved, though, in 04, it ain't over until it's over. Well, that was the, the Astros yeah, the have a history. It it doesn't change the fact that they came back from 0-3. Oh, it's the Astros did it last week against the Yankees. They can come back. They have the players to come back. They do, but here's the thing about yesterday is you're talking about them leaving 11 players, 11 possible runs on base, hitting three for 12 with runners in position. Obviously, I can't watch tonight because I got a fucking college girl tapestry. Like Some dude's about to fucking rail me in the back after formal but like that's some, that's some like black couch special porn right there we that's had to separate this is like this is like this is couch first time anal cream pie for you my friend stay tuned um, on youtube for the video but yeah um anyways yep, that, that's that. not a thing you can do in the world series you can't leave runners in position like that especially 11 of them that's yeah. why the yankees no, lost last yeah. week yankees did the same yep. thing now back to the yankees real quick CC Sabathia. the team who's not in this. At no, all. just a famous play. CC Sabathia walked off the mound with a hurt shoulder last week. He's yeah. done. So now, he, yeah, he's, he's, he was done before that. That was his last pitching. No, no, correct. Like he knew he was done before that, though. I know. Oh, okay, what yeah. I'm saying is, it. Do you think he's he's officially done? Yeah. Easy Hall of Fame pitcher. No. It's just I. It's kind of sad. Yes, for the easy, but it, it is kind of sad. I don't know about that. I never liked CC Sabat because he's a Yankees player. But it has nothing to do with the Yankees player. I just don't think shut he's your mouth. Proved himself. Yeah, I just he's a very very good pitcher. Is he Hall of Fame good? I don't know. I think he'll. I think he'll. Stats line. I'd have to compare him to other pitchers in the era. Um, I just don't know. I don't know, you know? That's fair, that's I mean, fair. It's Paul, just sad to see him think go about like this. that, when you think of Hall of Fame pitchers. Into. You think of Randy Johnson, Roger Clemens, Pedro Martinez. You think of pitchers like that. Yeah. Was he, was he Pedro Martino, Martinez-esque? I don't think so. For the Yankees, yes. For the Yankees, yeah. He'll end up in Yankees Hall of Fame. That's fine. That's different. He than had a few stats that will, I think, get him to Cooperstown. But we'll see. Yeah, we'll have I to mean, see. He might visit Cooperstown. <laughs> he's going in there. All right, James. We have our uh, better bust, our little uh, segment that we're going to start up here. Woo! Uh, you, had, you had your better bust players. Um, I'm really intrigued to hear who you yes. have on top for us. Yes. Bet or bust. Better bust is going to be our, I guess, weekly for now segment. We'll see how often we end up doing this podcast uh, segment. Um, it's the people I'm going to, players I'm going to bet on and the people I'm not going to bet on, you know, bust. What's it going to be? Um, my first bet is going to be Casey O'Brien of Minnesota placeholder. Um, got to hold it kick. He beat cancer. I think it was three times, which I might just be pulling out my ass, but fantastic story. Super motivating, super fantastic. Um, really inspirational. Just awesome to see one of those like Instagram videos. I give you those like, ooh, my hands, my hair standing up. Like, great, awesome. Yeah. Like feels. Uh, my next is gonna be Alex Cora, 
for just tweeting out baseball. baseball. <laughs> Respect the fuck out of that move. I don't know what it means, but Alex Cora, he's into it. He's into baseball, and that's it. What do you mean when Alex Cora He's drinking all of that rum chata. Like, he is just on He's on one, and he just was was respecting the game so much. He's like, baseball. Baseball. You know what I mean? Just baseball. That's what he wanted. That's what he wanted. That's all, all right. he's talked about. He eats, sleeps, dreams, baseball. Baseball. And that's a good uh, Right now, that one tweet is sitting at uh, almost 5,000 likes. Not We're 10 away, so let's get it there. Probably 10. We're getting photos, so. Um, Not even close. <laughs> my other bet is going to be 14-year-olds on Instagram that taught me about basketball. I'm trying to get into basketball more. Um, I followed a couple pages like, Celtics fandom or Celtics greats. And they really helped me out because thank you for having so much time and showing me videos of Marcus Smart repeatedly dancing on Instagram. It was really inspirational. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, my bust this week, speaking of basketball, are going to be LeBron's mustache. It's not a good look. Yeah, We're no. going to get to mustaches later in the game. Um, China comments. And then Osamele's shoulder. If you don't know, the Jets. I think he's a defensive player, but I forgot. Um, player is being fined for going and going with his shoulder surgery and being fined about 521000 per day by the Jets because he was like, no, I'm going to get the surgery. And the Jets are like, you don't need it. And he's like, Shoulder hurts. <laughs> so he's trying to do what's best for his health. The Jets, being the Jets, are like, nah, I'm good. Uh, my last bust of the day is going to be Cardinal Ritter College Prep. I read about this on a Barstool blog. They are forfeiting their season. They fired their coaches, oh, ladies and yes, gentlemen, as well. because of one player named Bill Jackson who was ejected. In the final or the playoffs, whatever it was last year, um, turns out he faked his ID, was supposed to be suspended for the first game. Uh, he ran as Melvin. Man, my handwriting is fucking awful, but I'm going to go with Burks. Melvin Burks and ran for a ton of yards through the first seven, going 7-0 seven and oh with their first stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out. Melvin and Bill are the same person, just Bill pretending to be Melvin. Which, by the way, Bill Jackson, like they said, sounds like a fake name. Sounds like someone who's made up. Um, yeah, turns out they just suspended the whole season because they're like, all right, well, we can't do anything about this. This kid's lying. Sell the season. Sell the coaches. We're good. What are you supposed to do in that situation? What? Uh, not lie. Not. Identity. Not no, put a high school team. kid out there to play. The school committee. I have to say, though, I heard the kid like ran for like 200 yards and scored three touchdowns. So I really wish they had his exact stats. I didn't see That's them. Awesome. Like, I mean, just think about it like this. You get suspended. You fake your identity. You absolutely run the ball down the throats of whoever the hell you played that week. And then your entire team gets suspended. That's pretty epic. I'm not gonna lie, like not just suspended. They canceled the like, high school like, canceled the season. Like, like the season like, oh, we're good. Canceled. It's like a TV show after one week of everyone is just like, no, it's canceled. That's like, fantastic. No, I think that's pretty awesome. That kid deserves that kid deserves something. I, I don't know whether it whether it be a fine <laughs> or I don't know what, but he deserves something. It could go either way at this point. Um 
All right, I, I think I think uh, we've we've talked about a lot today. Um, we've gone over NFL, NHL. Uh, we did a little bit of World Series talk. We we opened up. We opened up more thing. I know we do. Don't you worry. I'm getting to that right now. Um, so as you can see here, we have a picture of Gardner Minshew II, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars quarterback. And I mentioned this earlier um, in the evening. We are going to start a poll every week. Uh, this week we're starting with something fun to get you guys in involved. As you can see, Gardner Minshew has a sweet-ass mustache on his mustache right, right there. Um, and I'd, I'd like to, to point out that James also is kind of riding with a little bit of a smaller version of, of the mustache there. Um, do it again. I want you guys to tell yeah, me, who do you think has a better yeah. face riding mustache? If you had your choice, ladies, or even men, you know, because every, every guy needs a little face riding, but... If you had your chance to either have have either either mustache or ride either mustache, which one which one would you choose? Personally, I think James's is a little bit better. Not as much hair. It, it really speaks to me. I, I think that if if I had a nice like cup of hot chocolate and uh, <laughs> you're getting deep now. The first podcast with a lot of cream. Oh, of course, it's whipped cream. You ain't got no whipped cream. You'll get no hot chocolate, boy. Come a on. Toasted cracker on top. Uh, yeah. Um, there's a little bit of uh, uh, right. of Dr. McGillicuddy's in that too, but um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So I'm gonna put that poll up for you guys. You guys can vote. Uh, just a fun little poll. We're just we're just screwing around here, but we'll we'll throw up some really cool polls too for you guys. Um, even during the week or whatever. Um, don't forget to check out our blogs. Um, we we like to post, uh, try to post every day, every other day. Um, I know uh, myself and James post a, a good amount. Chris is uh, a, not as much, but I'm sorry. Yes, I'm very he, busy. He, with he's trying. He's trying his best. But um, you know, if you guys like our content, just give us a follow, like Instagram, whatever. Um, you know, comment, talk to us. We we don't bite. I mean, I do sometimes. That's that's, that's a, like you. Um, yeah, we're at Boda Sports on Twitter, on Instagram, um, Boda Sports, uh, uh, WordPress. Um. Real quick, Zach, I'm going to be throwing uh, some evening quickies up on Instagram now instead of posting to the regular blog. So you'll okay. see them on there instead. A little more, like, formatted a little bit, like, right there for you. Yeah. So you don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah, um, um, yeah I think, like you said, man, that's it. Yeah, I mean, another quick thing, too, guys. Uh, if you have any topics that you want us to write about, yeah. let us know. Like, I'm a very good topic writer. I'll take the topic around with it. I know James can do that. So can yeah. Chris when he's got the time. But, um, yeah, if there's, if there's any specific things you guys want us to talk about on our podcast, um, you know, this we're, we're calling this our Bodacast. Um, you know, we're bringing uh, – we're giving a voice to uh, all the East Coast trash people out there. Uh, who are just instead of reading about idiots, you get to hear straight from them. Just just I basic like douchebags with yeah. sports opinions that probably make no sense, but we're gonna put it out there anyways for you guys, so you can have a nice laugh and also get a little informed on sports. But that's it. All yeah. right, hey, that's there. that's it for you guys. We love you all. We will see you at another time. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Peace out, the world. <laughs>